Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Baron. Hi. Lil Baron. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm good. How about yeah, you? I'm actually having a pretty good day. Good. Here we are at the beginning of a new year. Yes. So, Lil, if you were to guess, what is the most common New Year's resolution? What would you guess that it oh, would be? Oh, I think I know. Losing weight? <laughs> I, if I were to guess, I would guess the same thing. I think that's a very, very common right. one. So, since that's almost every everybody's new year's resolution I, I found this article it's on the today website uh, it's by registered dietitian samantha cassidy and she wants to provide some some ideas the, the the title of the article is the best way to lose weight boils down to a few basic principles okay. so i thought let's just touch a little bit on a few of these basic principles for all of us right all of us all and of i'm us. including myself in that <laughs> who would like to drop maybe a pound or two right. for 2021 oh, I so, <laughs> Or 20 or whatever. <laughs> or whatever, whatever. Whatever. I mean, it's just a number, right? It's just a number. So number one, this none of these are earth shattering. Like this is all common sense stuff. Right. But it's just, I think it's good to be reminded of it. Okay. Number one is to practice healthy eating habits. Right. That doesn't surprise you, no. right? So some dietary strategies appear to have more impact than others. So if you're attempting to lose weight in the next year, this is, this is an important one. Mm-hmm. Eat more vegetables. Okay. Enjoy mostly whole foods. Okay. And limit the amount of added sugars and processed foods that we're eating. Okay. So vegetables, so much good stuff going on there. But one of the main things they do is they fill you up and they allow you to actually eat more food without overdoing your calories. Yeah. So there's, you know, not only are there the vitamins and the minerals, all that good stuff too. Uh, This principle is called volumetrics and it produces the calorie deficit required for weight loss without focusing on calorie restriction or causing you to feel hungry. And it's backed by science. Mm -hmm. This isn't just anecdotal studies support volume eating by weight loss for weight loss and importantly, weight loss maintenance. So if you do lose those few pounds, continue <laughs> eating those fruits and vegetables. That'll help you maintain it. Uh, that means that among people who've lost weight, this tactic really does help keep them on the right track and, mm-hmm. and it works for them. On the other hand, processed foods uh, tend to have more calories mm-hmm. per bite, which means that they have higher energy density. Additional research has found that people tend to eat the same amount of food but because they have more calories per bite, you're obviously just getting more and more calories. And, and you're unlikely to reduce your portion size when you choose these foods, which can put you in a calorie surplus. Right. So, again, I mean, that's not groundbreaking. Right. I think we all know that. Uh, here's one that I liked, though. Number two was pay attention to why you eat. So we got to know what we're eating, but we want to know why we're eating as well. Uh, if you're attempting to lose weight, it's helpful to distinguish between emotional and physical hunger. Oh. Those are two different things, right? Yeah. Emotional eating doesn't need to be avoided at all costs. Sometimes it's soothing to participate in a little comfort eating, a little comfort <laughs> food, right? It's perfectly healthy to enjoy a holiday meal or a traditional recipe that brings you a joy. However, if eating becomes a go-to for handling your emotions or stress, that can lead to overeating and that can undermine your mental health and make it harder to manage your weight. The first step towards breaking this habit is to identify your emotional triggers. Whether that's happiness, sadness, anger, fear, stress, boredom, uh, any other feeling, recognizing what those triggers are. The next step is to find an alternative to eating when you're feeling those feelings when they come up. For example, if you're feeling stressed or angry, it might be a good idea to go for a walk Walk, rather than grab Mm -hmm. three or four Snickers 
bars or brownies or whatever it is, right? Darn Number it. three, yeah, whatever, whatever. Number three, take an I got this attitude. And I, oh, I like that one too. Yeah. St- studies suggest that an I got this attitude known in the behavioral science world as self-efficacy correlates to behavior changes that promote weight loss. In one study among 246 mostly female participants, having self-efficacy while losing weight was strongly linked to greater weight loss. People with this skill set were able to rebound more quickly when they experienced setbacks. So instead of giving up, they were more likely to recommit, which makes them more likely to lose weight and then also maintain their results. Very good. So that's good. Uh, instead, so here's an idea on how to keep that attitude. Instead of saying, I'm going to snack less, set a specific goal. Like I will eat fruit as a snack instead of a candy bar or something Mm -hmm. like that. And then figure out how you're going to do it. Start by, for example, adding fruit to your shopping list. Um, you know, have some on hand, put that plan into motion. You'll begin to encounter hurdles. That's the way it is. <laughs> Nothing is going to go perfectly smoothly. Like you run out of bananas halfway through the week or whatever, <laughs> but, uh, requiring, uh, that's going to require you to have some problem solving. But if you are aware of that, you can work your way through those problems. You just got to take those basic steps. And I'm not going to go into all the details on these other ones, but a couple of other core principles to keep in mind. Uh, number one, address your stress and sleep issues. We, we know sleep is so oh, important. Yeah. We talk about that all the time on the show. Uh, another one they say is to exercise, which is important, but exercise don't exercise to lose weight. Exercise for the other benefits that come with it. And then weight loss can be a happy benefit, a happy mm. side benefit. And then finally, we talked about this last week, actually, and that is to make time for your friends. Yes. Because that can I like uh, that. actually help out a lot <laughs> as well. So follow these principles uh, and you're more likely to lose the weight that you set as your goal for 2021. Okay. What do you think? I, I like that. All good stuff. No right? pie, though, right? No pie. No, no pie. No, no pastries. <laughs> <laughs> Lil, today's guest is Dr. Dave Middleton. Uh, and Dave's got a lot going on. He's got a bachelor in science uh, in zoology as well as one in human biology. He's a doctor of chiropractic. He's an athletic trainer as well as the owner of Southern Utah Chiropractic. And he's a repeat guest on the show. Yes. Dr. Dr. Dave, welcome back. Thank yes. you. It's great and he's to a be golfer, here. a great and golfer. And he's a golfer, <laughs> and in fact, uh, has built a business around training for golf as yeah. well. I'm actually a certified golf fitness instructor. Love yeah. it, love it. So lots yeah. of good things going yes. on lots. for sure. What, what do you think? You're in the health and wellness industry. Any of that advice ring true? I with think you? everything you just said is fantastic. <laughs> good I, stuff. I, calorie deficit is the bottom line to losing weight. There's yeah. no other way around it. You got to burn off more calories than you take in. And a lot of times it doesn't really matter what you take in as long as you're just burning off more than your your. The, pr- the problem is, is that if you're <laughs> eating as much cake as I like to eat, you're looking at like a marathon to burn those calories. <laughs> right. Off, and as right? you said in, in earlier, was it it's the type of food you eat. Right. Think if we up our vegetable intake, which most of us don't do that. For sure. I for just sure. recently read something that weight loss is 75 to 80% diet and only 20 to 25% exercise. So and, and I believe that. Diet is I, much more important than the exercise. I believe that. A lot of times we think, oh, I got to hit the gym. I got to I got to run. I got to do whatever. All those things are good. Right. No right. one is saying those things are not good. Those, right. All those things are good. But if, you're, if your goal or if your need is to lose weight, you've got to include the diet. It starts mm-hmm. in the kitchen. You've got, it starts in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I love that. So, Dr. Dave, we're going to talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions. It's a brand new year. 
kick us off. How do you, how do you help people achieve their goals within your circle of influence? Well, I'm an avid gym goer, and I certainly see a difference in the last two weeks on what's happening <laughs> at the gym. I have to. I'll admit, it's, I have to. It gets real busy the first of the year, and about the middle of February, it's kind of back to normal. <laughs> right. I think people set their goals a little too high. I think they push themselves a little too hard. Uh, people jump into it with both feet. They think I need to go to the gym and do all this where personally, I don't think you need to go to the gym for a couple months. Start off doing simple things at home. You yeah. can, I can get a great workout with a broomstick, you know, just yeah. range of motion stuff, especially if, since we're addressing this for mostly seniors, mm-hmm. range of motion, flexibility, that's the key. It's not how much weight you can lift. It's not the numbers. I used to be a member of a gym that didn't have numbers on the weights. They had colors. And I thought that was an excellent oh, idea. That's interesting. Yeah. Stay within your color range. Yeah. So I'm not sure I would love that personally, but I can see that that might actually work really well for a lot of people. Yes. For me. Because, <laughs> I, because I, I'll admit, like I, I do like the number, you know, whatever that number is, my right. bench press or whatever, that means something to me and that's motivating to me. But I can see how... You know, remove that from the equation, yeah. and and you could actually. That's your male ego progress. still speaking. Yeah, of course it is. Of course I, it is. I, I have friends I'll, that I'll want freely. to go in and lift what they did in college, and it's like you're 40 years past that. I'll so freely let's... admit that's my male ego speaking. Absolutely. So that's what I try to push with people yeah. is, is working more range of motion, light weights, higher repetitions, and you're going to get the caloric burn off doing that. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's that calorie deficit right. that, so that helps you in the weight loss. How much should that be, your calorie deficit? You know, a 750 calories, It a just thousand? depends on your body type, okay. your size, your shape, where you're at already physically, mm-hmm. if you're already burning some calories off. Um, your, your basic metabolic rate, mm-hmm. it's a scientific thing they have to right. figure out. But you'll know. Uh-huh. Just cut down on your calories going in and... and Put in a little effort, and you'll start seeing them falling off. And it doesn't happen right away. Right. That's one thing people want the magic oh, pill, where so it's going to be gone so fast. And it <laughs> took you 30, for 40, 50 years to accumulate. It's not going away right away. Right. So patience is probably the most important thing. Uh, if if I could have added anything to this list that I shared at the beginning, it would have to be patience, patience right? Patience, right? Because that that is so important. You. you you, you nailed it. Like it right. takes years to acquire. Of course, it's not going to go away in a, a few days or a few right. weeks. And yet knowing that we still want that, oh, yeah. right? right? That's still what we want. And we so. become static. We, we, we are recumbent. We don't move much right. anymore. Just get off that chair and move around on the floor. Yeah. You know, stretch on the floor for 15 minutes every night or in the morning or do just a little something. Uh, Yoga. Yoga's, yoga's great. <laughs> Start off slow. Once again, go online, find a beginner's yoga. Do that before you go to a class. Right. Because unfortunately, you go to class and you got to keep up with everybody else. You push yourself a little too hard. The next day, you can't even sit in your chair. I got So you need to start yeah. off slowly. And that's another thing I find with going to the gym. A lot of people want to get a trainer and the trainers push you. And I see them for about a week as well. And then they never come back because yeah. I'm sure that they're so sore that they're, they equate gym with pain. Right. I'm not going back. Yeah. Right. So once again, start off slow, uh, walking, uh, squatting down, you know, yeah. getting those joints moving. S- standing up and down from a, from a chair, Wh- mm-hmm. wherever your start, wherever you're at is where you start. Right. 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 And I mean, people are different levels for some people. You know, going to the gym is the right call. But for those of us who maybe have been sedentary for a long time and haven't been active, haven't been engaged, haven't been involved, um, there's a lot of things that you can do before you jump into the gym. 
injure yourself, get sore, whatever it is, and then you set that goal off to the side. Right. Right. And you figure a lot of people that come to the senior games are proficient in one sport, one activity. It's behooving to try something different. If you're a, especially like golfers or sure. tennis players or one-sided players, you know, play with your other hand. Oh. Try that oh. for fun. Just it's, <laughs> it's it's challenging and it builds on a, a new coordination skill. Well, so, and mentally too. Like I can, yeah. yeah, I'm just imagining myself trying to play tennis <laughs> with my left hand. I know that's not going to work. But, <laughs> but yeah, what a great way to right. uh, cross train a little bit right. and try something new. Mm-hmm. So you brought up a, an interesting concept that I, I want to kind of dig into just a little bit. A lot of times when we're working out, especially, you know, New Year, New Year's resolution, you want to get that six pack. You you tell yourself, I got to work on my core. You mentioned a concept that was new and interesting to me. Talk a little bit about the core and how we should think of that and understand it. Most people's concept of the core is their abdominal muscles. And, and I'll admit, that's what I've always that's thought. What I thought. And that's, that's what everybody core. thinks, and that's kind of the standard thing. I guess I'm kind of the rebel when it comes to this <laughs> in my own philosophy. I look at your pelvis is your core, the group of bones that connect to your legs, connect your legs to your upper body. They oscillate a little bit, and then you look at the major muscle groups that attach to it, your thighs, your hamstrings, your buttocks muscles, your back, your stomach, internal external rotators. There's a lot of things that connect to it. Yeah. So any little obliguity or rotation or abnormality is going to affect the entire rest of your body. And since everything's connected, you get something, uh, an analogy I always use in the office is if your front end of your car's out of alignment, no big deal in 500 miles, but 5,000 miles you need a set of tires. Right? So with your pelvis being off, it's going to throw everything else off. And as a, a doctor of chiropractic, chiropractic, did I say that Chiropractic. Right? Chiropractic, thank you. A doctor of chiropractic, I'm sure that you see this all the time. I've been surprised as I've talked to people and as I've gone to a chiropractor, a lot of times the first thing they talk about is your hips, right? Mm-hmm. Your hips are out of balance or they're, they're not... They're not functioning the correct way. So you, you, I'm sure you see that all the correct. time. Correct, and, and usually the first thing a chiropractor does is go down and look at your feet. We're not actually looking at your feet. We're looking at your leg length. Yeah. And if one leg's longer than the other, that's a pretty good indication that your pelvis is going to be a little rotated. Something's wrong in your hips. Area. Sometimes it could be an anatomical difference in legs, but generally 99 times out of 100, it's the pelvis is a little rotated. Um, uh, there's also things called motion palpation where you move the pelvis around and find out where it is limited. And, and our job is, and my job as a chiropractor is, is to mobilize it, make, make it work the way it's intended to work and teach you what to do to keep it that way. I think that gets ignored quite often. You don't need to rely on me. I, you can come see me every day or you can stretch a little every day. <laughs> it's your option. I'd love to see you. But, you know, if, if, if people get on a little self-care and do certain things for themselves, they're going to be much better off in the long run. So I, I want to dig a little bit deeper into that. Um, you've you've taught us and convinced us that the pelvis area is our core. Um, you've alluded to the idea that there are things that we can do and should do to keep that area strong and mobile and, and working. Uh, you mentioned stretching. Dig a little bit deeper into the stretching or other things that we can and should do to keep that core, our, our, our pelvic area, really functioning the way we want it to. I have one little... I don't even want to call it an exercise. It's the simplest thing you can do. And if everybody did it, I'd probably be out of a job. <laughs> it's, it's very simple. You stand and lean against a wall and you lift one leg up and swing the other leg. I know you guys are watching me do this. Am I <laughs> making sense? Absolutely. But you're swinging one leg and you're rotating 
your leg, your toe goes. Is, you're, you're drawing smiley faces on the wall okay. with your toe. Yeah. And what that's doing is taking your hip, both hips, through its range of motion. So one is strengthening, one is stretching. Then you switch and do the other side. It will help loosen that whole pelvis up. It kind of oscillates it a little bit, puts a little mobility, not only in the hip joints, but in your sacroiliac joints. People will always come in and say, my hip hurts. And the first thing I do is ask them, we'll point to your hip. Because people have such a misconception. When you're buying pants, your hips are on the top. Uh, right, of your right. ilium, uh, your hips can be out on the hip pointers. Your, you know, people have a misconception of where their hip truly is, but your hip's the ball and socket. Yeah. And by putting that range of motion in, it will really help. I have noticed during the senior games, when especially a lot of the softball players, I would demonstrate this for them and watch them do it, and it was shocking the lack of mobility people had. <laughs> as, as we get now, older, now it's shocking to you. <laughs> Maybe not so shocking to me because I would be right in that same group. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying but, but to get I, him to do yoga. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just think that we become so linear. We're walking yeah. all the time. We really don't do a lot of hip rotation stuff. You take, once again, a unilateral sport like golf or tennis or softball where you're rotating. Mm-hmm. If you get those that pelvis moving more efficiently, you're going to be much better at your sport that you're doing. That makes a lot of sense. And, yeah. and again, that can... <laughs> You know, cro- cross boundaries and barriers, regardless of your sport. There, there is a. You mentioned the literal, the the, the linear. lateral, the linear, the the forward motion that most of us are concerned with, and uh, and I get that. But man, in almost every sport, almost every sport, there's some lateral. Yeah. in that as well right and uh, to strengthen that area and strengthen those hips up that makes a lot of sense yeah. right and that little exercise will not only strengthen but it f- gives you more flexibility more range of motion mm-hmm. and coordination I mean all stability mobility and agility is the key to everything so everything in athletics yeah, so. easy, easy exercise hold your hands against the wall swing that leg Kind Across, of like, kind of like right? you said, draw the hot happy face Drawing on the wall a happy face on the wall so. with both and do about legs. 10 or 15 do the other side wow Go do another little stretch, then turn around and do them again. Do yeah. you always want to do about two sets? The second set will all you always have a little more range of motion. You'll always Great. feel better about it. If you get in a daily habit of doing that, you'll notice a difference. That one quite quickly, I think. I like it. I, Anything else? Any other simple things you could share? One thing I, I was probably one of my biggest pet peeves when it, when you're talking about the core. If you were to go Google abdominal exercises, nine out of ten of them are going to have something to do with leg raises. Mm-hmm. Leg raises have nothing to do with your abdominal muscles. They are your hip flexors. What it's doing is pulling your back into arch and your abs have to contract to keep your spine from being ripped out of the front part of your abdomen. <laughs> I know that sounds horrible, but that's the only Here's way it a works. Graphic your, your abdominal muscles are secondary instead of primary. Okay. Your abs hook on your rib cage and on your pelvis, and so they basically do crunches. You want to do crunches. You don't want to do leg raises. Since most of us sit the majority of the day, our hip flexors are generally get really short. So when we stand up, that pulls our back into arch. Great for my business because that promotes lower (laughs) back problems. And then you go and do leg raises, which promotes it even more. And it just exacerbates the problem. And uh, just just something you shouldn't do. Crunches Crunches are the key to, to... getting that six pack yeah. and the kitchen and lowering your body fat because <laughs> I think most of us have a six pack underneath there. It's just <laughs> somewhere, right? Somewhere. <laughs> so I, w- I want to just touch on one more. We're going to shift gear just a little bit. One more topic that uh, we had talked about uh, 
senior moments. We've all had them. Those little, <laughs> right. you, know, you forget where you set your keys down or, or whatever. Forget somebody's name. You know that person can't remember the name. We've all had those. We've all had them. Tell, tell us what we were talking about before the show. Like, Well, everybody's going to have those. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We've had them all our lives, and as we get older, I like to think that our brains are just cluttered because we have so much in them as we've gotten <laughs> <That's> older. <it. laughs> but only about 30% of the population is going to have some type of dementia by the time they're 85. But most of us fear that. Uh, we, we spoke earlier and you said you have yeah, a family I, history of it. So do I. I was talking with my son just yesterday about it and he goes, how are you mentally? And I'm like, I'm still good. <laughs> so I really can't remember um, your name. What, what's your name again? But I said, great. every time I forget something, I have that fear. I yeah. think it's, but you can't live in fear. You right. just got to keep moving along. Uh, we're all going to have those. So, you know, it, it's stimulate your brain yeah. do something all the time you don't need to just exercise your body you need to exercise your brain there's a lot of things we can do we, we just did a puzzle for christmas right and and i can't believe the mental acuity that that took to work on the puzzle yeah. we need to do more of these so simple things like that will, will help you out just stimulate stimulate your brain and and the great thing too is that you know putting it all together Everything that helps your body, the, the the traditional things that we're talking about, your your workout, your resistance training, your flexing, uh, you know, flexibility, your stretching, all that kind of stuff. Everything that's good for your body is also good for your brain. brain. Right. And yeah. then when you add to that, you know, reading and meditating and learning a new language and picking up an instrument, even later in life, like all of those things that just really help focus your mind and, and, and stretch and push your brain like a muscle, like any other uh, functioning muscle that you have in your body, it can really make a difference, right? And it's never too late. Yeah. I love you that. Know, I like that. You, <laughs> our, our whole purpose is to add years to your life and life to your years. Absolutely. You know, we all want to grow old gracefully. And if you can do it physically and mentally acute, great. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got about a minute. Last minute advice that you would share. The most important thing that someone could take away from your years of experience that they could just put into practice right now. What do you think? Wow, that's tough. <laughs> Synthesize 35 years of experience down into 45 seconds. I'll go back to the working out thing. I, I, I think that, that most people, when they start, they just walk in and start lifting weights. I think a warm-up for any activity, if you're an athlete in any way, tennis, golf, whatever, you need a proper warm-up. You need to get your heart rate up. You need to get... Uh, the muscle stretched out in an active way. I see people on the golf course reach down and pulling their leg up and stretching in, in a static stretch. And I think that has nothing to do with what you're about to do. Yeah. You need to stretch in what's called a dynamic stretch, an active motion. Put a, put a club behind your back and rotate because that's what your golf swing's all about. Uh, if you're a tennis player, swing your arms in big circles. Do things that are active to warm you up. I've I just always felt that that's one big thing I've noticed in people with their training is they don't warm up properly. Um, they just jump right in and do it. And that's where injuries hurt, yeah. injuries occur. And, and with that being said, muscle pain is good. Joint pain is not. Is bad, yeah. Right. So just be aware of that too. Great, great advice. I, I, I'll tell you one thing I have really noticed as I've attempted to stay active and do different things, whether it's lifting weights or workout or participate in a sport, it's the warm up. Mm -hmm. I, I found I need to do it. 
And when I don't, I always regret it. So great, great advice. Right, thanks. Well, thank you so much yes, for joining thank us. Thank you. My Dr. pleasure. Dave, great to see you guys. Sorry we missed you in October. Oh, I hope we miss October. We all get together again. <laughs> we all felt that same way, but we're getting ramped up for this yep, year. We and are. Excellent. Planning on having a, a, a productive and a good and a safe game. So thank you. Yes. Excellent. Thank you. Lil. Yes. All good stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. Holy cow. Just to wrap things up here, let me, let me just extend an invitation once again to head over to one of our sister sites. This is your epic.com. Um, man, it, it, simple, basic, yep. just simple stuff. But we're, we're putting together a series of 12 5K virtual races. You can mm-hmm. do them at your own time, own pace, where, wherever you're at, do it from home, whatever. Uh, just, just a way to stay active, to stay engaged. The involvement medals. Lil, oh. you've seen these models. <laughs> these are a ton of fun. Yes. Uh, each one will feature a beast at the top of their game, like an eagle, a lion, a shark. All you have to do is visit thisisyourepic.com. Choose the races that you want to sign up for. Mm-hmm. We're going to mail you a swag pack, and that includes the medal, includes a sticker, a few other things that we'll throw in there for you. Mm-hmm. You can print your own race bib if you want to. Once again, thisisyourepic.com. Tons of fun. Don't forget also that team registration for the Huntsman World Senior Games is open. Yes, We're registering it is. teams right now. In fact, there's even a few divisions within some of our team sports that are already closed. Yeah. So seniorgames.net, if you're a team manager or a, a, a director or team captain, get that taken care of right away. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We, of course, take this live show. We turn it into a podcast. And you can subscribe anywhere podcasts are found. If you're listening by podcast, take a moment, give us a rating, write a quick review. It really helps to spread the word. One of the best and easiest places to leave a review is at podchaser.com slash the active life. And of course, you can find this in previous shows right on our website, which is again, seniorgames.net. Lil, today's inspirational thought okay. comes from the late, the great, great philosopher Socrates. He says, the secret of change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Very nice. Until next Thursday, stay active.